What's up, what's up, what's up, Push Start fam? It's your boy, Chris Ten. I'm sitting here with my lovely, wonderful co-host, Miss Gabby E. Hey, y'all. What's I up? I hope y'all are doing great. We're doing great, you know, except for Gabby got the coronavirus, but we're not going to talk about that I do not have the coronavirus. Right she came in here sneezing and schnitting. Just <laughs> okay, not all that. Not all that. <laughs> thought it was an avatar walked up in here. I, I think it's like, allergies. I think it's allergies? Yeah, definitely. Y'all, y'all pray for me. Y'all wash your hands. <laughs> Amazon sold out a mask. Only <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that in the airport. <laughs> anyways, we got a good show for y'all today, so we're not going to lack on our end. You keep listening. We're going to give you things to talk, things to hear about, things that you didn't think you could talk about, and things that you wanted to say and couldn't say. I'm going to say it for you because I'm just that guy. <laughs> I just do that th- guy. <laughs> I do that much. <laughs> yep. But... My motivation today actually comes from Miss Maya Angelou. Ooh, okay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. I want to hear. Yeah, it's very simple. If someone shows you who they are, believe them. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. People show you their true colors, believe them and move on. Mm-hmm. Don't try to repaint them. Absolutely not. Don't you know, try to so. repaint them. That motivated me too. I was like, I was deleting numbers out of my phone. I was just like, you know what? You owe me money. <laughs> Toxic. <laughs> <laughs> you do too much. <laughs> we. But how have you been, Miss Gab? I've been pretty good. You know, school has been kicking my butt, but guess what? We are bouncing back. <laughs> Spring yeah. break is around the corner. Y'all, she gets C minuses. Don't let her fool y'all. I do, school. Loki. <laughs> Don't try to play me like that uh, on air. <laughs> I was just playing. I thought she was going to be like, no, no. I get a couple of A's here and there. You know? Here and there? Yeah. Let me tell you something. When I, It's funny because when you know I'm in an honor society, so when I walk in, I got I got the hoodie on and I got the, the joggers. And it's oh like, you know, they always ask me if I'm in the wrong building. <laughs> so uh. I had to start watching. But... You know, low key though. Shout out to Tau Sigma. You know, they they actually um, they heard my story and you know my my untraditional background to get into South Carolina, and they actually allowed me to be the keynote speaker at the induction ceremony. Oh, that's so wonderful. I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm gonna talk some trash. <laughs> no, you're not. I am. No, I you're am. not. You're gonna be like, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, so wonderful, though. It's funny because I accidentally stood the uh, president up one day. They asked me to be a part of a student panel. But see, here's the thing about USC that I don't like. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they'll tell you something and give you a room number. They won't tell you what building it's in. Like, they'll just, like, say RH-206. That's Russell House. You know that, and I know that now. Oh. But when I first got here, I thought her name was Ralph, and she was just, you know, abbreviating it. I'm joking. I'm I was joking. like, I hope you are joking because, <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, so, but I was late coming into my own student panel. and then, But it was cool how it worked out, though. I walked in, and the president of the society, she was like, oh, there's Kristen right there. I was like, yeah. N- rule number one, always find your parking early. And it was like a big hit. So everybody thought I planned <laughs> it, you know? So. <laughs> no, seriously, though, you got to find parking, like, early around here. Bruh. It's so annoying. If I told y'all what I did for parking, y'all would, it would be illegal. Like it's, mm. I don't think I've paid for parking, but maybe twice since I've been here. See, have you gotten a bunch of tickets? Nope. See, lucky you, because I always get tickets, and guess what? You don't know what you're doing. 
am I parking in the wrong spots? Because they be taking in the mess out of me. Like, <laughs> and it's from the city of Columbia. Oh, <laughs> it's not even from USC. They don't come when you get an attack, but let you park in the wrong spot for too long. Yeah, they gonna get your ass. I've, I've seen a tow truck about to pull my car away. Like he pulled up. And like tried to back in front of my car. I By said, that uh-huh. time, he backed all the way in the parking space because I was gone. I was down Gervais Street. <laughs> like, Play with me if you want to. Oh man, it was <laughs> it was bad. Cause I mean, it when you're crunched for time and it's time to get into class, cause circumstances do happen. Yeah. And you know, if you're late to class and it's just like, I could park all the way in Five Points or I could park Ooh. at CVS. That's right across from my Why you park that far? Because that is 40,000 people here. Yeah, I mean, McMaster don't have no parking over there anyway, but... I'll tell y'all what I did. Don't tell nobody at McMaster. See, what I did, though, is I started parking in the teacher's lot because Stop they don't it. check the teacher's <laughs> lot. Stop it. I love you be parking in the <laughs> They gonna come come after us. They coming after us. Y'all, <laughs> don't tell nobody us. we did this. Let me tell you something. Disclaimer. And I hope that none of y'all teachers say nothing either. Yeah, d- disclaimer. <laughs> no information that you receive from this podcast can be used to prosecute <laughs> or reprimand anybody on this show or podcast or affiliated with the University of South Carolina. Disclaimer. <laughs> I'm so weak. They're going to come after us. They said, oh, yeah. that looked like Kristen's car. Wait, wait. I'm going to go out. Oh, dang. They're knocking on the studio door right now. <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, man. They think I'm the police, though, because I, you know everything's blacked out on my car, so they, they always think I'm the police. Oh, wow. So I like to get like behind people and like get real close to their bumper. Why? Because they'll slow down because they think I'm about to pull them. <laughs> oh, you're horrible. I hate drivers like that. If I can't see your headlights behind me, you're mm-hmm. too close to me. It's like, and I have that system, so I'll mess around and turn on like bad boys. I get behind you and make you slow down, and I say, bad boys. What you going? What you going? <laughs> You're petty. Oh you my petty. goodness! Did you see that movie? Which one? Bad Boys. Bad two. Boys three. Two isn't it two? No, it's three. Oh, two I'm came out like ten years ago. I'm tripping. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was the second one. No. Oh wow. Dang. I'm so disappointed. In I you watched right the now. movie though. You I watched. Watch it? I watched all of them. What did you think? It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Yeah, was I really wonderful. liked it. Really? Yeah, I really liked it. I was like, okay. I, like, And I didn't even know it had came out the day it had came out. My friend had took me, and I was like, wow. January 17th. Yeah, yeah, so Bad Boys was dope. The thing I like about it the most is that it tied, like, you you didn't have to watch part one and part two to kind of understand what was going yeah, on. Yeah, facts. You know? But speaking of, you know, a Will Smith movie, I just watched Gemini Man for the first time the other night. Really? Yeah. Let me tell you something. It's a dope movie. I felt like the plot could have been a little stronger. Like, mm. it it didn't have enough substance. But as far as, like, movie-wise, action, it had everything that you needed across the board. It was kind of weird to see a young Will Smith, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm a, I'm a movie buff, so I'll go behind the scenes and watch how they do the face yeah. and all that or whatever. So it was cool. I'm going to know what I'm going to look like in, you know, 25 years. <laughs> Probably the same. I try, I try to. I try. Mm-hmm, I try. Probably the same. You know. yeah, my my dad is actually like that. He's in his seventies and he hadn't aged a day. Wow. I'm just like, man, you know, mama stop putting them on child support because when they ain't on child support, <laughs> stress, they, free. stress free. <laughs> Let me stop. No. Stress free. <laughs> Disclaimer. Stop it. <laughs> Anybody in connection with my father cannot use this dog. <laughs> Nah, but it's good though. But we got a good show for y'all today. Um, for, first off, I'm actually gonna start with sports because I'm super, super, super excited about the five Gamecocks that participated in the NFL Combine. Mm. We have 
Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle, DJ Woonen, Rico Dow, running back Brian Edwards, the receiver, and Joseph Charleston, kicker slash punter. I don't know if you get a chance to watch any of the NFL draft stuff. I actually, I always go on YouTube and watch it. Really? Yeah, I'll go on YouTube and watch it. But besides that, I don't like, you know, really go me, too much out of my way. <laughs> let me tell you something. They, they, they put in work. I think DJ put up. 225, he bench pressed 225 20 times. Oh, that's dope. So, most of my guy was seven. You know, he on steroids. No, no, he's Stop not on steroids. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. No, but I was, I was very impressed by what I saw. You know, they, they represented very, 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 very well. But um, nice. in, another news, women's basketball. Number one. They just keep winning and keep winning and keep. I love it. Because it looks like they're having fun. Have you got to check out a game yet? I definitely have. I went to a couple of the games. Really? I watched the LSU game. That was dope. Um, I did miss the last one, but, you know, I'm looking forward. To hopefully they have any more, some more games. Let me tell you something. I, school has been kicking my butt. I haven't been able to go to a single game. I've been keeping up with them and watching them and mm-hmm. on Twitter, you know, live. And then, you know, there's a young lady that's in one of my classes that's on the team, so I always check in with her. Man, I'm excited for spring break and just a chance to kind of relax and catch up on what I missed. I feel like I missed out, you know? Yeah, you're definitely missing out because watching them play is a whole other experience versus, you know, actually just going on Twitter or, you know, talking to somebody. Like, you got to watch them play. Like, they are a powerhouse. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's funny because one of the young ladies, and I'm not sure what their their rules or regulations are for the NCAA, so I won't say their name. But, you know, it was kind of giving me some advice about, you know, pursuing football and, and some things to look for. And it's just, it's incredible the amount of time that they put into their craft. But it's not just that. You actually have to make the right decisions. You have to go to the right people. I mean, from the dietitians, from the massages, from sleep. Exactly. You know, so she was just like, yeah, we're, we're on a sleep diet. I was like, a who? A sleep diet. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I lose weight like a mug if they put me on a sleep diet. <laughs> Say what? Oh, man, what? Yeah, let me get the sleep diet. Y'all be like, Kristen, fade no way. That's crazy. Yeah, you he, look real thin over there. You look real thin over there. Yeah, I'm on the sleep diet. Oh, you know? weak. Got to get at least 20 hours a day. <laughs> That's ignorant. <laughs> That's ignorant. No, you didn't. Ooh, That's wake funny. up, take a shower, eat, and go back to bed. Boy, that so would be, that's living. That's good living. It is. Okay. It's a sleep diet. <laughs> Think about that next time. Oh, my goodness. There are rumors, you know, we talked about the coronavirus. There are rumors that it's a uh, touchdown in Columbia. Oh, for real? Yeah. Although there are no confirmed cases, DHEC is monitoring 13 individuals in South Carolina for coronaviruses. But I repeat, confirmed, no cases. Well, I heard in North Carolina there was like, was there like one or two out there too? Uh, I haven't heard about North Carolina. So, you know, we keep it south of the border down here. Yeah, know. I feel that. No, uh, but I mean... Um, I mean, that's right around the corner, though. Yeah, true. And this Literally. thing... So... And, you know, it seems like the symptoms of this thing are just like a common cold, you know? So, you wouldn't know... <coughs> yeah. Let me take disclaimer. If I get sick... <laughs> it's all Gabby's mm, fault. Let me tell you something. If, 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 if your homegirl comes into the studio... With the hair wrap on? Oh, you already know what's Stop. going on. Stop. Don't try to play me like that. Nah, I had to. I know it. My hair look crusty. I couldn't do nothing. Crusty. Uh, see, it, it don't look crusty like that. But, you know, like, 
I definitely didn't do it. Black hair matters. It does, definitely. What is like the hardest thing for you as far as like fixing your hair and things in the morning? I'm trying to find a style that I want to put it in. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the hardest things for me. So, and not only that, just maintaining it, having to brush it every day. You know, it's just, it's a lot of work having natural hair. But guess what? Yeah. I'm going to go put in a protective style real fast. <laughs> We're going to be good. Yeah. We're going to be good. So, um, actually, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna uh, go to another uh, portion of this. Um, there's actually some USC students who started a fundraiser for a very popular Wendy's employee, and I know exactly who this guy is because he is so cool. Four for four, give you the two sauces. He's so nice, like, and I have really loved that they have done this. Um, this guy, like every time I go into the Wendy's right o- right over here, isn't mm-hmm. it like? Isn't it on our campus pretty much? Yeah, it's basically yeah. on our campus. It was well, on our campus. Basically, a group of USC students have started a GoFundMe campaign to raise money for locals with Wendy's employee after his house was severely damaged in a fire. As of March 1st, the fundraiser has raised over $6,305 towards the $75,000 goal. Now, Malcolm Coleman, is, uh, he works at the Wendy's right across from the Darlin Moore School of Business and on his birthday, January 2019, an electrical fire started in his living room and led to ten uh, led to tens of thousands of dollars of damage to his home. Dang. Coleman and his mother escaped the fire, thank God. But you know the house became you know this is a fire. Yeah, it's completely <laughs> lost. It's a fire. Yeah, and he stated it was just crazy how overwhelming and it just still shakes him up about it. But due to the lapse of insurance that left them unable to afford the repairs, Coleman and his mother have stayed with family and friends over the past year. So he he stated that he's not going to be ungrateful for anything that they do for him. You know, he doesn't care if it was a day. It was something, you know, Coleman said. So, you know, be definitely looking out for ways to reach out to, you know, raise to that cause. We, we typically don't advocate for anybody, but I thought that this, this case was pretty necessary. Um, yeah. He's a, he's a good guy. There, there's some good students here. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely some great students here. Actually. Yeah, I, you know, I, I do. I think that the the reputation of the university is kind of tarnished by just a few students. Yeah. You know, but I mean, there's a. I've seen since my time here. I've seen a lot of great people. You know, do a lot of charitable things, and I'm, I'm very very fortunate for that. But. <laughs> See, that's my other side coming out now because I'm about to tell you a story. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But then that other half, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm, I blame admissions. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, let, me, let me tell you the story and I'll tell you why I blame admissions. So I was, you know, we're, we this is the week of midterm. So we've been studying our butts off. We've been working hard trying to, just trying to be productive students. I'm, I'm a guy that really... It really, really, really cares about my, my GPA and about how I look academically. So chasing a 4.0, that's that's my goal. That's not nothing I have to do. That's something that I want to do. So I'm here every night until about midnight, maybe a little later. Um, last night it was like till 1 or something. But I left. This was the only day last week because the student elections were last week. And um, by the way, have they made any results about that yet? Yeah. Hannah White. Hannah White got it? Uh, Vice President. Okay. Is, he, is that her? Is that her name? Is he? Is Yeah. Yeah. She's a uh, that's president. What's up. So. Is this the president? Hannah White. Shout out. Yes, that's what's up. So I, I was so proud of that. I I got a chance to like hear her speak. Hannah, that is, and 
I'm talking incredible. Like mm. the plan, their plans for this university is 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 incredible. I, I feel like they're really going to affect change. But I mean, both parties, you know, did well, and I felt like their issues kind of kind of rounded upon the same things. Mm-hmm. You know, they just went about different approaches, and not somebody had to be president, somebody had to win, somebody had to lose. But for sure, I'm super excited for Izzy. Shout out Izzy. Shout out Hannah. You know, um, great things are in your future. And I heard Hannah's only like a sophomore, right? Yeah. Is she something like that? Something like that, yeah. So, you made me want to join student body. <laughs> but um, shout out to them. But going back to the story, um, I was leaving campus one night and I was walking across. This is the only night that I didn't wear a suit last week. I was tired. I had on a long sleeve, you know, black shirt. Had my joggers on, mm-hmm. looking real comfortable, boy. And I was walking across the campus, and there were two two young ladies. Um, two Caucasian young ladies that were like running around the horseshoe. Now, if you don't know what the horseshoe is, imagine what a track looks like. And, um, yeah, we just call it a horseshoe. So it's right in the dead center of campus. And these two young ladies are just like running and playing, you know, as they're going around the sides of the horseshoe. Well, the horseshoe also has little pathways where you can cut straight across. Well, I see them, African-American male, stereotypical thinking it's just like you know what let me kind of put my head down just walk past them just so they don't get frightened or they don't you know get suspicious of anything um because i know when, when you have like random guys walk up to you at night it's, it's kind of scary so I try it to, definitely is so i try try to get around that especially when i'm not dressed professionally mm-hmm. um it's crazy that that sounds but i walk past them and um they ended up running around the horseshoe and when I got to the other side, of one girl ran behind me, and the other girl stopped in front of me. The girl in front of me, a student's here, pulled out a taser and started firing it. What? Mm-hmm. Like trying to scare me. So I just pretended like it didn't even bother me, and I just walked right past it. So she pulled out a taser. She pulled out a taser. This is this is five days ago. And I mean, I have camera bags in my hand. I got my lunch in this hand. I got my shoulder stuff. And, that, and, that, and this is at night? This is at night. What? This is at night. True story. What kind of nonsense is that? It's, How are you going to pull out a taser on somebody who's not even bothering you? Yeah, I mean, the, the crazy part about it is imagine walking across a football field and somebody running around the entire track to scare you with the taser. I mean, it looked like just fire just came out of hand. <laughs> And I'm sitting there, you know me, I tried just to play it calm because, you know, I didn't want any issues. I didn't want to have to uh, defend myself. So I just kept walking past her and, you know, they went on laughing and playing. But I, yeah, it just, it made me think. Because that was also the same day that if you haven't heard that there was a six-year-old, you know, young black girl that was arrested at her school. The school let her be arrested and handcuffed and taken on. So that was the same day that that came out. So I was already upset. So I'm in the car and I'm thinking and I'm and I'm mad. I'm just like, cause you know, you want to retaliate, you want to do something about that. But I'm like, you know what? If I if I provoke any type of response from them, I'm already wrong. Yeah. So, you know, I was just like, well, where's the problem from, at the university? Where where does it start? And I I honestly feels like going back to what I said. I honestly feel like it starts at the admissions office, because we have students from you know prestigious high schools all around the country. You know, uh, just if you go down the street to any one of the private schools, you can be in kindergarten and stay in the same school until you graduate high school. You can be around people that just look like you, that think like you, that are your type of level as far as, you know, monetary gain. And your friends are all the same. You're in the same society. So when you get here and you're thrown into a pool and a mixture of everybody, 
your privilege <laughs> kind of overlaps the fact that you're in a diverse group. And I feel like that's a that's that's an issue that the university has to address. Like you there has to be I don't care if it's like a college one on one course that you have to take to where you have to talk about diversity. Um, Brandon and I are in a class called Responsibility and, um, and Moral Ethics of the Media. And, you know, every day it's just like, you know, how, how was this situation? They, they, the professor asked us, how, to, how should this situation have been handled? Would you have addressed it a different way? And I feel like that's what at least College 101 should say. I feel like on the application process, like each student should have to have to at least verbally or, you know, articulate some type of response of that they've been around and, and worked around a diverse group of individuals. Because you have to do, like, community service. You have to do all these things. Well, why are we letting people in the school that that's the type of mindset they think, you know? First of all, the, I feel like this is going to be overlooked, number one, mm-hmm. just because you're a guy and they're girls. Absolutely. That's why I didn't S- even report it. Secondly... That's just too far. Like, on campus, that should not be happening to anybody. That's disrespectful. And it's just it's just too much. Like, I just don't understand, like, what would make somebody, like, want to go do something like that. So I definitely think that you should say something to somebody. Like, that's not right. Yeah, I mean, well, see, the thing about it is that the difference in between me not responding and me not telling anybody is now I have a platform. Yeah. Now every time you get on this push start website, you have to you have to hear my voice. You have to hear me talk about these issues. That's change, yeah. and that's some of the things that I'm trying to trying to get some of the community, some of the the people from our community to understand is like, you have a voice. You can if you don't you don't like who's in office, you can vote now. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know I have the opportunity to get on air and talk about these things. So just because change isn't being initiated the way that you think it needs to be initiated. You know, you have to take the platform wherever you can and then implement that type of change. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that was was my response behind it. But I was just like, man, how many cases had there been for, you know, somebody to be attacked or, you know, just to be assaulted verbally, mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Because verbal assault is just as bad. You know, I know I know students, I know black male students that walk around with their heads to the ground. And, you know, we do surveys all the time. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I always go, hey, what what's the number one thing you want to change in, the, you know, this universe? And I just, you know, I wish it wouldn't be, you know, in lack of better words, I wish it wouldn't be so racist. I wouldn't, I wish, you know, the professors were more relatable. I wish that, you know, the university would hear some things that are important about me. So right. it's like, you know, what do we have to do to start implementing that type of change? And I think it all starts here. What mm-hmm. do you think? I definitely agree, and I think that not only, you know, it starts here, I think that now by having a new president, having a new vice president, mm-hmm. like, things might start shifting. Absolutely. Just because that we're having the conversation now. So I think that's really important. Yeah, and I get to work out with President Kaslin in the morning, too, so. You better say something to him. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I, um. <laughs> hey, boo I know we over here lifting weights, but I got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> right, I got something, something to get off my chest today, okay? No. Yeah, but, in, yeah, he um he allows anybody to come work out with him Tuesday and Thursday. So, Tuesday, oh, he's really? at Black, 6 o'clock, be there at 5.55. And, you know, Thursdays, he's at Strong. But he's he's literally working out every day. And I think it's, it's awesome to, just to be around him, especially over the controversy that it took to get him in here. Yeah. You know, and I when I actually looked him up and, and studied him, I realized that he's actually a 
very qualified candidate for the position. It was just how the university went about it. So that made it bad. But, you know, and talking to this man and just kind of being around him and learning from him, you know, it's, it's actually it's giving me a different perspective on how to address certain situations, you mm -hmm. know. If I had to say I learned anything from him, it would be that you don't attack a situation as soon as you hear about it. Yeah. You know, and how do I apply that practically? I say, you know what? I had an issue the other day with the paper. You know, I got a grade that I, I didn't think I deserved on it. So what I did is I told the professor I wanted to talk to him, but not today. Went home, read back over my paper, annotated where I thought I could have made some better, you know. So that way when I get in front of him, it's just like, hey, I see that I may have made this mistake, but I don't think I deserve this because of this. So now it's more thought out, and they're more likely to hear you because you're not reacting out of anger. Or so, emotion, exactly. Or emotion, yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of things you could do. But, yeah. Well, anyways, what's your plans for spring break? We hadn't talked about spring break yet. We're about to shut it down. I am going to be working. I'm not going anywhere. I wish I was, though. So it's cool. We're about to get her out of the house. My birthday is right after it. What? Yeah, March 23rd. What? March 23rd. Hey, y'all stay home for Gab's birthday. Y'all don't have to do that. That's a Monday. The Monday we come back to school. I'm staying home for Gab's birthday. <laughs> Nobody come to school. Yeah, facts. None. Hold on. I thought the 17th was the day we came back. Oh, is it? I'm tripping. I told y'all, stay home for Gab's birthday. Not. Oh, yeah, it is. I'm tripping. That's wow. a nice one. Wow. <laughs> I would have been taking, taking two weeks off. <laughs> nah, but what are you doing for spring break? What am I doing for spring break? I'm actually I'm gonna use spring break to to get ahead. So I want to I want to finish out everything that's on my syllabuses and every my syllabi in every class mm -hmm. that I have to, for the end of the semester. So I wanna I'm gonna try to tackle all those assignments this week. Uh, we're gonna write some new push start content. Yes, we gotta get sir. it popping up in here. We gotta get somebody on air with y'all. You know, we gotta get some famous people in here so that y'all can hear from them and not just me because y'all know I like to talk. <laughs> For sure. Shout it. We're definitely going to get some people in here. So Or whatever. Let's do that. But I think we are good, right? Yeah, we're good. So listen, you can't be good, be good at it. No, I wouldn't let y'all go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he has to say. <laughs> um, yeah. My, my, uh, my motivational closing today is let your light so shine so that others may see your good works. Whatever light you ha may have, just let it shine just a little bit. You want to kill darkness, just throw a little light on it. So whatever situations, whatever struggles, whatever hardships you're dealing with, you're not alone. Just try to be positive. Remain positive. Know this guy's got your back. And just trust him at all. We out. This is Kristen and Gabby E. We out. Bye, y'all. See y'all next time. This podcast is part of a Garnet Media Group podcast network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.